Hey you guys, welcome back to the Content Conversations podcast. We're super excited to have you guys here today. My name is Grace and I am a wedding photographer. And I'm Connor, I'm a copywriter. We are so excited about this episode, episode 28. And you guys, I'm really excited about this episode. I know I already said that, but that's how excited I am. We're really excited. (laughs) (laughs) Let's use a different word. We are thrilled because... Ecstatic. It's... Oh, wow, man. Going crazy here. (laughs) It's a little bit of, like, a controversial subject. It's all about your ideal client profile could be limiting your business. Wowza. Let's just pause for a minute to let that sink in. Yeah. I mean, yes. It's just a pause. I know. I can't pause. I don't know how to not talk. <laughs> that was like a fail. Okay. A yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Let's do this again. Pause. All right. Now that it's sunk in, <laughs> um, I want to tell you like literally how the subject came to be. We were talking because Nate, I mean, Connor and I always talk about business. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. And so we, she, you had mentioned like, you know what? I don't really think like people should have ideal client profiles. And I was like, wait, What? And then that's exactly like, what she did. Wait, what? what? I'm pretty sure that's literally what it did. I was like, honestly, I don't really think that either. And then we were like, whoa, this could be a super cool podcast episode because honestly, a lot of people do think that ideal profile, ideal client profiles are like the gold nugget to your business. Right. And so anyways, we're going to get into more details and explain what we're talking about here. But before we do that... If you guys have not left us a review on iTunes yet, we would so greatly appreciate if you go to the review section, leave us a review, tell us how much you love us. (laughs) (laughs) Or how you've been getting value out of this podcast. We would so appreciate it, you guys. Or just like if you're listening to the podcast, like we wanna see we wanna see you guys. So if you're listening to the podcast, screenshot it. And upload it to your Insta stories yeah. and tag us. Yeah. Um, share we'll it. share you for sure. Also, I want to mention before we jump in, we're starting a marketing Q&A. Oh, yeah. So if you have a question, like, you know, I know we're 28 episodes in. We've covered a lot of really great stuff. Mm-hmm. But if you have a specific question that you'd like us to um, take a gander at answering, <laughs> <laughs> you can go to the link in our bio on Instagram. And uh, it will, there's a link there, and it will prompt you to voice record your message. And we will play it at the beginning of our episodes and take about five to ten minutes to answer your question. So um, we hear you guys. We want to make sure um, you guys are also included in our conversation. So um, if you're interested, check that out. For sure. So what we're going to be talking about today is actually the difference between ideal client and target audience. Right. So let's start with some good old definitions. Connor, ideal (laughs) client. (laughs) So I think, um, you know, sometimes you hear them called ideal client. Sometimes they're called um, client, like an avatar. Mm -hmm. Um, And basically what it is, I think what what it's commonly defined as is it's just like a very specific... um, client right so like you know I know that whenever I was starting my business a couple years ago um I was filling out I think you gave me like yeah. some sheets of stuff mm-hmm. to fill out mm-hmm. and it asked me who my ideal client was and it wanted me to be super 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 specific so the answer sounds something like this my ideal client's name is Sherry she's 28 years old and lives in Manhattan she's an unmarried interior stylist who makes 70,000 a year and only shops at Neiman Marcus 
etc. <laughs> so personally, um, I think that's way too specific. Okay, um, but that's basically what an ideal client is. And this You're, is very common. Right, it is very common for small businesses to put together like an ideal client avatar or ideal client profile. And so what we're suggesting at this point <laughs> is that this is almost too specific and that it's actually limiting your business. And the reason we think it's a problem is because we've both kind of seen it with other business owners. Um, we're part of lots of networking groups and we've talked to a lot of other business owners and I've just heard some people be like, well, this person isn't this or they're not shopping there or they're not this very specific person that I really want to work with. And mm -hmm. it's limiting them in who they're working with, which is then limiting how much they're making as a business, which is limiting how much they're going to grow as a business. That could especially be challenging in like the in the infancy of your business because yes. not saying you should just work with anybody because right. I don't really believe that you should do that either. Um, I think you should be picky to an extent. Mm -hmm. um, and what kind of prompted me to kind of reconsider this is I read an article probably a year ago uh, on Medium and it was from, it was a design blog. So this guy was a graphic designer and mm -hmm. he was just talking about how he's not, because whenever you design you also use the ideal client avatar right. or profile. Um, and he was talking about how it kind of puts people into a box. So when you think about mm -hmm. how complex and like the depth of us as humans, like just our, you know, our, um, range of emotions and right. all that stuff, like we're very complex. Mm -hmm. And so it seems kind of crazy to try to fit us in a box, you know, and name it your ideal client avatar. And if I can find, I can't remember who wrote it. I can't remember. If I, I'm going to try to find the link. And yeah, if I can, I'll sure. totally um, link that in the show notes so you guys can read it. But it really kind of, you know, prompted me to take a step back and really think about it. You know, is, is that really helpful? Or should we just kind of stick with, you know, doing a target audience that's still specific, right. but not so specific that it really just kind of, limits you and puts your customers in a box right and I think what you just said about especially in the infancy of your business especially starting out mm -hmm. you like don't necessarily need somebody that specific and honestly just knowing from my history I couldn't afford to be specific I was going for any jobs at all now I'm able to have a more specific target audience for sure right but in the infancy of your business you just you really do need to be just making money getting experience learning and honestly I didn't even know who my ideal client was back then <laughs> anyways I was like so it's super important as people who like pretty photos exactly people who want a photographer <laughs> <laughs> and so so the, our whole point is is that it could be really limiting your mm -hmm. business yeah as an ideal client so I think what's what can be helpful and so we're not just gonna leave you guys hanging here with right. we think you know ideal client profiles are bad what I think could be really helpful is um kind of looking at the way um Facebook ad targeting works um they actually have very specific targeting um, and I think that the same kind of, um, I think that can be used when you're also coming up with your target audience for your business. Um, so I think when creating a target audience, it can be helpful to, to define your audience in this way. You can define them by demographic and also by behavior. Um, so when I say demographic, what I mean is their age, their gender, their income, 
you know, where they live as far as like geographically. Do they live in urban, suburban, or rural areas? Um, what generation are they in? Because mm-hmm. that makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. Um, their language and like the stage, their stage of life, right? So are they just graduating college? Are they empty nesters? You know, stuff like that. Uh, and then also by behavior. So what are their interests, right? right. Um, what is their spending power? Their spending power um, and their spending patterns, because that's also important. And then what do they do for a living? You yeah. know, are they a small business owner? You know, stuff like stuff of that nature. So that way you can really define who your target audience is, but you're not making it so 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 specific um, that you're. You know, you, there's like 10 people out there who's your ideal client, right? <laughs> exactly. And so what that would look like would be more like the example is millennial women between the ages of 21 and 32 who love luxury activewear without the luxury cost. Right. So that's obviously a very specific genre of people mm-hmm. um, of and women, but it's not saying, you know... Betty Lou, who likes to work out between the time of 7 a.m. and 8 a.m. <laughs> she works out only in the morning. Only in the morning time. And so the target audience is definitely more broad yet specific. Right. And you can even, even you can take that example and, and refine it even a little bit more. You can say like millennial women without kids. Yeah. Um, between the ages of 21 and 32 who love luxury activewear. You know, maybe they like to run. Like, their interests would be running, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Um, so, you can definitely refine that a little bit more. Um, but that's what I would say is just remember that your your client, you know, as humans, I mean, just think about how, how complex you are, right? right? Like, have you ever been, like, really mad or, like, frustrated and you, like, you can't even figure out why? Yeah. So if you can't figure out why and it's you, like mm-hmm. how do you expect, you know, as marketers or business owners to figure that out, right? So, yeah. I, I love mean, that. I love how you said by demographic and by behavior. Those are the two things that you really need to create somebody around yeah. in a strategic way for your business. Right. We also wanted to just mention a, a couple other, like, fun episodes that we've done that are kind of like this. So we did an episode four is Instagram and it's on the long verse short caption. So it's a little bit the, another controversial little subject right there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just a couple other helpful episodes we've done. Episode 11 was five tips to improve your email subject lines. Episode 23 was using analytics to create a more profitable business, which this actually does kind of go with what we're talking about now. Yeah, because, like, you would you would be getting on your, you know, if you are targeting people through Facebook or Instagram, you can access right. your business analytics and figure out, like, who um, who looks at your content. Is it primarily male, right. primarily female, et cetera? Where are they? Are right. They? Exactly. So... Definitely go back and listen to that that episode as well. You guys, you can find us on Instagram and on Facebook, Content Conversations Podcast. You can find our show notes on our website, contentcompasspodcast.com. Next episode, we are going to be talking about how to create a killer customer experience online. It's going to be awesome. We're going to have great content, great value in that episode. Thank you so much for joining us today, and we will continue this conversation next week.